0: Thank you for joining us on this journey. Today we're diving into the question, what do you do to prepare yourself before you go to a birth? So this is, I'm going to answer this from my perspective, of course, and to share with you kind of the process that I have gotten to in terms of preparation and how I sort of set myself up, knowing that there is no perfect way to do this because, you know, babies have their own timeline etc and don't always warn us when they're gonna do things so um, I want to start by just sharing a funny story with you so I had a client early on I think it was baby number five um, and she went into labor and my um, my husband was out of town and so um, my husband was gone I had a dear friend who was gonna stay over because I was like there's a real high chance this client could go into labor and I need someone here with the kids if that happens. And so thankfully I had that friend who could stay and she did in fact go into labor that night. And so that friend was there until my husband came back the next day. So that was amazing. Um, but she went into labor, I want to say around like maybe 10 PM, something like that. Um, or maybe even earlier than that. And I was so excited slash anxious slash like Amped up with adrenaline that I could not nap and so I like could not sleep, like I really couldn't sleep. And I would try to sleep and then I would stop trying to sleep. And my friend, um, my dear friend Jordan, she was just like, Chill the heck out, man! (laughs) Like, she's like, What is happening? So I like made some cinnamon rolls, (laughs) like, just stayed up all night waiting for her to need me. And then she did need me, I want to say. I don't remember exactly how long it was. I want to say it was around like 1 a.m. or so that she needed me. And so we all went to the hospital. Things seemed to be going relatively quickly, but then like slowed down some. And we had to do some baby positioning stuff and all these different layers. Um, And so I ended up being with them for like 16 hours. But I hadn't really eaten before I went. And then I didn't really eat while I was there, which is a whole nother episode of like Eat food while you're at a birth, please, for the love of all good things. Um, But I had made these cinnamon rolls. My plan was I was going to eat a cinnamon roll on my way in, which is not a great like sustaining sort of pre-birth meal. Um, And I had apparently put like way too much baking powder in them. But I did not know that until I was like in the lift going to the hospital And then I'm like, oh, these are disgusting. So then I'm texting Jordan saying like, okay, don't feed those cinnamon rolls to the children because they're disgusting. I don't know what I did, but I put too much of something in them and they taste really bad. And so I had like a banana. Like that was my food that I had. And I was with them for 16 hours. So I was there for quite a while. By the time I was done, I was so hungry and so tired. (laughs) I was just like, I need a better system. Like this is not going to work like this, right? So um, one of the things over the years that I have really worked hard at is one, normalizing the fact that birth can take a while because early on it was really easy for me to be like, oh my gosh, someone's in labor. I have to be ready to leave like any second. And that's actually fairly rare. Like it's pretty rare that someone will go into labor and then need you like instantly, right? It's really typically like a number of hours later And that doesn't mean that it's not hard to gauge like how much of today should you reschedule and how ready do you need to be and all of that. I do usually do some preliminary kind of packing my things up and whatnot. I always shower if I think someone is in labor or going to be in labor soon. Like I do not ever go to bed thinking, oh, I need to shower in the morning. Absolutely not because I can't deal with that. I'm not going to go to a birth stinky, right? And so... Um, I shower any night that I go to sleep thinking maybe someone's in labor, or maybe someone's going to go into labor. Um, so some of those kind of logistical things that just make me feel better about being ready, I do. But I have gotten the space to sort of give myself time to get myself ready to be the support that I need to be there. And That was really hard at first because at first I was like, I should just get to them as absolutely fast as I can. And the reality is I have always set them up with the expectation that when they're ready for me, I am coming out of maybe sleeping or whatever, and I'm going to need to get myself ready and then come to them. And so I don't ever set the expectation that like you're 20 minutes from me and it's going to take me 20 minutes to get there from the time you call me, right? Like obviously me obviously if a birth is going like crazy fast then I rush as fast as I can to get there clearly but in most cases I'm not joining someone when like we think the baby is imminently coming right it's like active labor like midway through you know so I'm joining and I'm joining fast but also like if I need to brush my teeth or eat a meal or something like that I'm gonna do that now I do have some fast-ish things that I do. So one of the things I've started doing is having like um, the like egg bake kind of things in the freezer or having like a, I really like breakfast food and I really like breakfast food before I go to a berth. And um, it feels kind of like I just woke up really early and ate breakfast at 3am if that's the case. So I like to have some things where I can like make some toast and some egg bites or whatever and make some coffee or tea and fill up my water bottle and then maybe eat that in the car on the way there or whatever, you know. One big thing that I know sounds so silly, maybe might sound so silly, is that every time I get to a birthing location, I go to the bathroom like first thing when I get there. Because what I don't want to do is walk into my client's room and then need to go to the bathroom like 20 minutes later, because usually I've drank water or coffee or something on the way there and then be like, oh, I know I just got here, but I'm going to need to just uh, run to the bathroom, right? So I, if I'm going to a hospital, I literally check in with the front desk, go to the bathroom before I go to labor and delivery. And then I go to labor and delivery, I check in there and then I go to my client. If I'm at like a birth center, I go to the bathroom. (laughs) I go to the bathroom first unless a baby is coming so stinking fast that I know I have to just run to where they are, right? That's a different scenario. But when I have the ability to do that, that is one time that I'm like, I'm going to just stop quickly at the bathroom. It's going to take me two minutes, right? At the most. And that's better than having to leave later on when you've only been there for a short time, at least in my mind. And so that's some of what I do. So the other thing that I really make sure to do is have a few things ready for myself. So I have a watch that I wear that I make sure it's charged. I have a um, silicone wedding ring that I wear that I make sure I have handy. I have um, headphones that I take and I have supplements. And I'm on a couple of medications and supplements. And I'm actually going to dive into that a little bit in another episode. But um, I have a pill. Like organizer thing which one dear friend says well her husband says it means we're like getting old that we have pill organizers Um, which might be true but maybe not also I feel like 37 is not that old Um, but it's individual days so like there are these little cubes that that are each day that go into the bigger organizer so I can literally like grab the Tuesday cube and throw it in my birth bag And take it with me. That helps tremendously because then I can take medication that I need, etc. I can just have it with me in my bag. And I don't have to like have separate medication packed in my bag. I just grab whatever day it is or it's about to be or whatever. And have that in my bag ready to go. So that's another thing I do for myself. I also make sure that I always have a full water bottle. So this is another thing. I do before I join my client, if I have not done it at home, I fill up my water bottle in labor and delivery. Also, if I'm bringing food that's going to go in the labor and delivery fridge or something like that, or the birth center fridge, I go and do all of that right when I get there. I walk in, I fill up my water bottle, I put my stuff in the fridge, I go to the bathroom if I haven't done that yet, and then I go to my client. Because then I can stay with my client, which is my hope. Like they are probably not going to notice that it took me three more minutes to get there, like one more contraction. But they will notice if I come and then I leave and then I come back, right? And so it's so much better for me to just go, at least for me, in my mind, right? In my, how I process through things. I find it so much more comforting to know that I've already dealt with the logistical things that I needed to do before I joined them and I can kind of be fully present with them. Okay. So that's how my, that's kind of what my pre-birth routine looks like. I am going to do the next episode on what I do when I leave a birth so that you have, um, that information as well, because I have also gotten really specific and strategic about that. Um, and so I would love to hear from you if you already have a, like, pre-birth routine, what kind of things you add in, that would be an awesome, just, we all have different processes, right? And so it's always a wealth of knowledge, I feel like, to gain each other's um, perspectives and ways that we process and help help our bodies get ready for this work. Um, and so head on over to Instagram and um, comment on the, the post about this episode or send me a quick DM And let me know what are some of the things you do that you have found really helpful for getting ready to attend a birth, okay? I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Doula Tips and Tits podcast. If you learned something today or had an aha moment, we'd love for you to share that on Instagram and tag us at Harad doula so we can celebrate alongside you. If you found this podcast helpful, we would so appreciate you taking a second to leave a rating and a review on your favorite podcast app. That helps other doulas find us as we do this work together. This podcast is intended as educational and entertainment. It is not medical advice or business advice. Please consult your own medical or legal team for your own needs around your